Welcome to Your Personal Trainer. I'm Harry Catcher and I'm your personal trainer. Today's episode, which is season three, episode seven, is called Dipping Your Toes in Fitness. A lot of people have told me they want to be healthy, they want to be fit, but they just aren't motivated enough or ready to commit to be fit. They want the results without putting forth the effort. Since I've been asked more often than not about getting healthy and getting fit without putting forth much effort, I've come up with some key suggestions, some fit tips, if you will, that I would recommend to anyone and everyone interested in dipping their toes in fitness or jumpstarting their fitness journey. So here goes. Protein. Unless you have some medical restrictions, my go-to response is to up your protein. I try for one gram of protein per pound of body weight, whereas the FDA recommends lower, bodybuilders recommend higher. Protein is what your body uses, what your body needs to repair and build your muscles. Since a pound of muscle takes up 28% less space than a pound of fat, the more muscle you have and the less fat you have, the better you'll look and feel, and you'll be healthier. According to Healthline.com, most people eat enough protein to prevent deficiency, but some individuals would do better with a much higher protein intake. Numerous studies suggest that a high-protein diet has major benefits for weight loss and metabolic health. The article continues with a list of the numerous benefits of a high-protein diet. These include a reduction in appetite and hunger levels, a boost in metabolism, and an increase in fat burning, a lowering of your blood pressure, and much, much more. Water. We've all heard the advice about drinking eight ounce glasses of water, eight, eight ounce glasses of water a day. I just carry a water bottle and drink throughout the day, often refilling it two or three times. Healthline.com notes that hydration significantly affects energy levels and brain function. Your brain is strongly influenced by your hydration status. Studies show that even mild dehydration, such as the loss of 1-3% to of body weight, can impair many aspects of brain function. Maybe that's my problem. In a study of young women, researchers found that fluid loss of 1.4% after exercise impaired both mood and concentration. It also increased the frequency of headaches. A moody woman with a headache? No comment. Adequate hydration is critically important, and the list of why continues at length, including helping with hangovers, aiding in weight loss, and treating and preventing constipation. Speaking of that, fiber. So far, I've discussed what you take in. However, what goes out and how often is just as important. Spoiler alert, I'm going to talk about poop. According to harvard.edu, fiber comes in two varieties, both beneficial to health. Soluble fiber, which dissolves in water, can help lower glucose levels as well as help lower blood cholesterol. Then there's insoluble fiber, which does not dissolve in water and can help food move through your digestive system, promoting regularity and helping prevent constipation. The best sources of fiber are whole grains, fresh fruits and vegetables, legumes, and nuts. Basically, fiber helps keep you regular and clean inside. I don't want to brag about how regular I am, but let's just say don't call or text me between 7 and 7.15 in the morning. And pray I don't oversleep. Sugar. I love the sweet stuff. And because everything that we love tends to be bad for us, sugar, unfortunately, falls into that category. Bad for us at least in excess. 
According to WebMD.com, excess sugar is responsible for a whole host of issues. These include adverse effects on your brain, your mood, your skin, your kidneys, your heart, your pancreas, your teeth, your joints, your liver, your body weight, and even your sexual health. Yikes. I'm just going to focus on a few. When you eat, your pancreas pumps out insulin. But if you're eating way too much sugar or sweeteners and your body stops responding properly to insulin, your pancreas starts pumping out even more insulin. Eventually, your overworked pancreas will break down and your blood sugar levels will rise, setting you up for type 2 diabetes and heart disease. Oh, and by the way, while your pancreas is working, your body essentially stops burning fat. You may want to skip the dessert on date night. WebMD goes on to explain that sugar may impact the chain of events needed for an erection. Sitting. A popular phrase I've been hearing lately is that sitting is the new smoking. If you're sitting for longer than 30 minutes at a time, you gotta get up and stretch and move around. According to mayoclinic.org, research has linked sitting for long periods of time with a number of health concerns. They include obesity and a cluster of conditions that make up metabolic syndrome, increased blood pressure, high blood sugar, excess body fat around the waist, and abnormal cholesterol levels. Harvard Health Publishing maintains that sitting can also increase pain. Even if you're reasonably active, hours of sitting, whether reading a book, working on the computer, or watching TV, tighten the hip flexor and hamstring muscles and stiffen the joints themselves. Plus, tight hip flexors and hamstrings may contribute to lower back pain and knee stiffness, scourges that many people suffer with every day. Well, there you have it. Increase your protein, fiber and water and decrease your sugar and your sitting time. Well, I've been sitting for a while recording this podcast. It's time for me to get up, stretch and move around, but no sweet desserts. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening, then please visit harrykfitness.com where you can find more fitness information, download my workout ebook and check out the healthy recipe page. And if you have a health, if you have a fitness question, send them to me, your personal trainer, at personaltrainerquestions at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.